Hi everyone and welcome to Words with That One Lady. Welcome guys to today's episode of the podcast and like you already know we're doing the graduate school series and today we have another guest in the house to join us talking about everything graduate school. Hi guest, do you want to introduce yourself? My name is Melvin but um, most people know me as Hooks or Emeka. Yeah. Um, yourself, you've you've always known <laughs> me as a maker, so exactly. Um, but then, since I moved to the abroad, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always been known as Melvin. So, for simplicity, yeah, Melvin. Awesome. So, yes, guys, today we have Melvin on the episode. For the rest of the episode, I'm going to call him Emeka. So, if you hear me say Emeka, I'm talking to the same guests. Like he has already explained, Melvin. But since he moved to the abroad, well. We call him Melvin, but I call him uh, Mecca for short. All right. So today on the episode, we'll be talking about FOMO. And if you don't even know what FOMO is, let me explain. FOMO is fear of missing out. And it's something that a lot of people have. And we're talking about FOMO as it relates to being outside your country, being outside of home. And things are happening at home. Everything is happening for your friends, family, you know, siblings, and you're just not there. We're going to, you know, you know dive into it. I try to understand. I'm going to be sharing his experiences. I will share some parts of mine, but today he has the floor. So now, Mega, tell me, have you ever, or before we even go ahead, do you want to tell us like where you moved to and where you move, if you're comfortable with that? Sure. I moved to um, about five, six years ago, I moved to Australia. Crazy, yeah. I know, right? Far yeah, everyone away from everybody. Is, yeah, um, people say it's the end of the world it is even my mom doesn't think it's on planet earth <laughs> anyway um i i moved to australia um about six years ago now um to study um in the university so yeah so i'm making this um recording this podcast from australia yeah awesome that's the fun part about online stuff so you know imagine australia a whole different continent and <laughs> We're here in the Canada worlds, but all right. Anyway, so tell me, since you moved, have you had any feeling of FOMO? So um, FOMO, you're missing out. Um, I won't say it's a fear. I, I, <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not afraid of it because I think I knew what I was getting into when I moved away from friends and family. However. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of um, just missing out, not necessarily being afraid of it, but just missing out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have, um, I have. So let's just say I have. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in terms of my sister, for instance, getting having a a, a child, um, my parents growing old, or my friends mm-hmm. getting getting married or ahead in life or making one yeah. major life change or the other. Um, um, generally, um, just friends and family um, yeah. moving on in life and I'm just missing out. And it's, 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 I think it's kind of when you're in Australia, somewhere as far as Australia, it's kind of intensifies it because um, so far. It's not a journey you can just make like that. Uh, can't quickly jump on the plane to us. To attend the friend's wedding, yeah, <laughs> you know, you have to you have to plan, yeah. So, 
So yeah, for me, I have. Yes, as a, I totally uh, uh, agree with you because when you think about it, like when you're in a different country, Nigeria, and you are moving the US, Canada, Australia, the UK, wherever it is, those kind of trips is not a trip that you make within seconds and say, oh, I'll go today and come back tomorrow. It's something you have to plan for like maybe two weeks, three weeks. Factor in uh, the fact that you are supposed to like be in air for like being in yeah. the air for like a couple of days or hours or think about like what's the point before I travel, if I'm going to spend at least four days in getting to where I'm going to and coming back, I need to make sure that I have extra two weeks ad- additional to like the number of days I'll be in the air. And just a lot. It's not like something you can just plan like that. In your number of years of being away from home, have you gone home very often? Mm-hmm. So not really. Um, I've been home just once in 2018 and that was for a period of six weeks. And um, I'm looking forward to going home again. Um, thanks to the pandemic, I can't do that. Oh, God, tell me about it. Uh, yeah, so um, in the space of about, it's been actually five and a half years, give or take. I just call it six years. I've been home only once. And Happy yeah. I'm You're happy. happy for me. Yeah, that you, that you've been home <laughs> so you, once. I've not. You haven't. I haven't. Like I haven't been home. I, you haven't I been a, home because you don't want to go. No, home. I had a whole trip planned out last year, and like the pandemic and the panoramic, like everybody calls, it kind of destroyed things for me. And like for me, fear of missing out is something that I have experienced like over and over again. Not being home, being away from family, my siblings, like doing amazing stuff, graduating from third and graduated from school and I wasn't there. My niece is growing and growing every day. And I'm like, I just see all our birthday celebrations over the phone and I'm like, oh my God. But the thing is, how do we take care of, like all this being said, I still had someone who texted me recently and I was like, that one lady, how do you take care of yourself knowing that you've been away from home that long what do you do like how do you do it and sincerely i did not have a, i didn't even have like what they call that thing i didn't have like a suggestion or a tip where i was like just try to stay connected and all that but what would be your advice to someone who's been away from home for long having the fear of missing out and all of that how do you how, how do you tell them to cope or what do you I mean we're in the age of the internet now so um i don't think it should um be much of an issue i mean think back like 20 years ago oh my god you know, was... think about how it would have been you wouldn't even hear or see maybe you would go to one of those old telephones i know you know those... like that, right <laughs> yeah well, crazy. you would you would you would kind of uh, make a you would probably tell your family that oh next in two months time i'll be calling you and oh so date or so time you know and then you would have probably paid it for for uh, your own phone call on the other part of the world and you pay for your own and then you'll be waiting on the phone probably for like the entire day uh, you guys are like <laughs> when it's time you you telephone them <laughs> ah, that's where i say that's what you telephone but, them oh my god yeah, but but nowadays it's it's kind of easy easier in the sense that um I mean, my mom, I don't even need to call my mom. She, she's one who places this call. She calls me on video call. Yeah. She wants to see me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so like you said, the fear of missing her, like, um, I think I was just uh, speaking to one of my friends um, the other day and telling him why I, I had to go back to Nigeria because my parents are growing and they are, and they are getting older. And it's like between the last video call I had and the most recent one, I could notice there was a difference in how much my mom ha- had aged 
Oh my it's God. like, yeah, so it's like, you know, I'm missing this, you know, I just want to be there to see them, you know, and why they are still, you know, up Alive. and about and, being, yeah. and, you know, have the ability to do whatever. So, yeah, um, I think personally for me, okay, to, to answer your question, there's really nothing you can do about, you know, um, like, that's not already been done. Yeah. Like True. you're you're making calls, you're um, having making video calls, talking to them like every week, every two yeah, weeks. True. What do you want to do? What else? So exactly. You, you, you plan, you know, you plan to go home. You know, um, that's or that's sometimes. what it is. Yeah, but like the pan, pan the pandemic, most of us we're not able to even if you plan for it. Yeah, true. That that is true. That is true. However, in my in my own case, I think I've been really used to living away from from family because yeah. throughout my life I've always been the one out from home. So right after my primary school, I went into boarding school. Yeah, I was away true. from away from family. I went to university in another different state, away from family, and yeah. now I'm here away from family. So I think over the years, like I got used to it, but yeah. But that's the thing, like like Emeka just said, like it's come almost hard to say this is what you do. Like the only mm. thing I would tell someone who's asking me that what do I do when I'm having fear of missing out is be in contact, try to be in mm. contact, and maybe try to plan a trip and maybe it's something that you'll be looking forward yeah. to. Because when yeah, you plan exactly. a trip, you're like, oh my god, I'll be there in so number of months, so soon number mm. of months. So yeah, it helps. And but, when and you're that, there, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, when you're there, like when you eventually get home, you make the most of it exactly yeah, as, as many memories as you possibly you can yeah um yeah so you just enjoy yourself so you know okay when you travel back to wherever you're coming from um if it's if you stay two three more years but at least you have something to look back you know once yeah. you know, i remember it felt like yesterday yeah you know, i was having so much fun True. Even for me, with, with the whole field of missing, one thing I always tell my sisters to do for me is send me pictures. I remember my grandma before my grandma died a year or two years ago when she was in my parents' house. I told them, send me pictures every time. Send me videos that she's there. When she died, I cried my eyes out because I never got to say goodbye, but I did speak to her numerous times when she was back in, with my parents. But when she died, I was so sad. But I had things to look back at and say, oh, I'm so glad I got these pictures. I'm so glad I got these videos. So like when you're in touch with them, trust me, it's possible to get things that would, you know, keep you company. For me, what keeps me company is their pictures, their videos, or I just tell, I could randomly just tell my parents to record a video for me. I randomly tell my niece to record a video, a voice note and send to me. And that's something that keeps me going. If that would work for anybody who's listening. That'd be perfect. To do. But if phone calls and video calls are the best, that's awesome. Go ahead and do it. Another thing that I would like to ask Mecca is on missing out, just uh, apart from family, there's the food you're used to, like the home food, <laughs> cookings of home. And trust me, when you're outside your home country, it's totally different when it comes to food. It's totally different when it comes to culture. How, what do you do to take care of that fear of missing out on food? And again, on dance, like styles, like, you know, we're from Nigeria. In Nigeria, mm. our dance, like, is different. There are different dances every day. You see online, music, and all of those things. How do you take care of that? Or how do you well, work that? Well, I think there is... There's levels to this. First of all, um, I remember when I, in 2018, I went back to Nigeria and once I got off the plane, I was with my cousin. The first place we went to was uh, 
a restaurant to eat. <laughs> eat correct <laughs> food. Correct food mean like I had like rice and plantain and uh. you know, fried meat. Like, I mean, I could make these things myself in Australia, but the one in Nigeria hits different. Just different. Like, it just has this different taste to it. It's at the back of your your head. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's like yeah, that's one of the things you know. As someone who's been living outside the country, you always look forward to. But in terms of what you do about it, if when you when you find that you're missing out, yeah. Funny enough, here in Australia, um, um, you would find, um. It's not like the UK where you would readily see like Nigerian restaurants or yeah. like the US. Yeah. It's, it's um, we don't have, um, I mean, we are growing, but the Nigerian community here is not, as you know, big. as big as say in UK or the US. However, they're, they're still there. And, you know, in, in tiny, tiny, tiny pockets, you would find, you would find um, maybe one Nigerian restaurant, you know, in the whole of a city. Oh, that's or you would crazy. What you would definitely find is a group of Nigerians that know where to get what. Yeah, and that's that's very <laughs> important. Yeah, they know people. exactly. So they know. So like, if you they'll probably be on a WhatsApp group, they know where to get what. So if you're into cooking, like myself, I'm not like crazy about cooking. I like um, <laughs> burgers. I, I, I know how to cook, but I, I'm not crazy mm-hmm. about cooking. People who are crazy about cooking would go to the Ends. like they would do their homework you know where to get the pepper, the cameroon pepper the um, oil the whatever and we have other african shops east african and you know shops that would tell things that are similar to, to what we use over in nigeria yeah and also Ghanaian shops too so you would you know you can choose you know you try your best to find the you know the ingredients that <laughs> you could use them to yeah to make food replicate yeah the Nigerian experience. It's I can assure you, it's never going to be hundred percent Nigerian, but at yeah. least it's going to be really close. And that's yeah. that's how you you take care of that fear of mixing out you know Nigerian food and all. Yeah. So yeah, the Nigerian community is very important. Like very very yes. Food is if food is your goal, like you don't want to miss Nigerian food, then you have to stay close to the Nigerian community because then you get like that information or you get people who will be able to get these things for you or you'll be able to make friends that will invite you over every other sunday to come eat yep that's so (laughs) and soup in their house so yeah yeah that's so correct and that's something that we'll talk about in other episodes of this podcast because this is all uh, a graduate school series um season that we were doing and we'll go into like what's re- like friendships that are important as an international student and uh, going to grad school outside your country and like communities are very important and just like america just said if you live in a, co- a country different from your home finding your people is very important they would expose you to things that would help you they've been there before they've had these experiences they would like you know bring into the crew that you would feel less of that FOMO that you would feel when you, because, or if you're all by yourself. And please, you cannot, like, being solo has been in a different country. Oh, well, it does not work. Uh, it does not work at all. I've tried it. I mean, yeah. Oh, my God, it's bad. Exactly. You're right. You're absolutely right. You know, I tried I tried it, you know, in my first few years while I was in Sydney. Um, I was just by my, like, the first couple of years was just me and, like, 
Um, I mean, I had all the, for instance, I had all this stuff my mom sent me you know, when course. I was coming back. All the stuff she prepared me. But um, I mean, that is just not enough. Um, you know, it's like I've, I've experienced being alone by yourself, away from your fellow Nigerians. Mm-hmm. And then I've also experienced being with your Nigerians. I think I would always take the, the later because it's like when you are with your fellow Nigerians and, you know, they are blasting out the latest Bonaboy song or As in, you, you feel your it's home. Like they are, you know, it's like you're eating barbecue that people inside is mad. You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it just, oh you know, the whole gathering is it's more enjoyable. Like it takes you back home, like home. the whole yeah. Nigerian party setting. Yeah. It's, hundred, it's different. Like you spoke about music earlier too. Yeah. That is another one. It's like the music, it's if you're, if you're the kind of person who goes to the club, you would find out um, that it's, I mean, you might all, I mean, you might not enjoy yes, westernized in, music. Yeah, in like it's, it's just completely different. In Nigeria, the one in Nigeria, like I said, it's just, it's just like there's <laughs> a there's spirit inside there that just takes control of us. And it's all, like music has a spirit with it, and so like, yeah. Nigerian music is a whole different language. Them never will let's never lie. So true. Yeah. So so if you're into the whole music thing, you like Nigerian music, you like Nigerian food, man, you have to look for your community. Yep. Like your Nigerian community, and you know, make friends, stick stick with them. In fact, two days ago, um. If a brother, a Nigerian fellow, um, just went to surprise his his newly wedded wife anyway, and um, over at she lives in another city, mm-hmm. he packs he packs all his goons in a van, Aww, <laughs> and then they went to surprise um surprise her her city. Why am I telling you this? Because they met. They didn't know each other before they came to Australia. Yeah. They met in the whole, like in a Nigerian party, like yeah. someone was holding a barbecue and they saw each other and they met, you know, and they got married and now they're having a child together. Oh, so All in the space of like two years. That's crazy. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's another um, important of, aspect um, of it. Yeah. No, seriously, like no matter what country you're from, because I know people who listen to this podcast are not only Nigerians. So take for instance, they're from India, from Asia, or any part of Asia, wherever you are from, and you're in a different country outside your home country and you're studying for school, it's very important that you find your family, you find your community, because they would help you a whole lot to get through like FOMO, when you're missing home, when you're missing food from home, music from home, like it helps a lot. For me personally, I have a friend who, she always like, you know, tells me, have you listened to this song? This album is out, da da da, that's Nigerian oriented. And I'm like, thank you so much. It's always the plug, do you understand? So it's so good to have that family. You cannot do that by yourself. I tried it up myself and man, it never worked out. And as Mecca said, it doesn't work out. It always just ends up being lonely, tired, missing mm. home very, very often. When you have these friends here to support you, you would miss mm-hmm. home for sure. They don't take mm. away the fact that you would miss home. You would miss mm. home, but you'd be mm. lesser than when you're just doing it all by yourself. Anyway, do you have anything to add? Any pointers for those who are having FOMO at the moment, you know, or about to leave home and they're like, I don't want to go, but you know. Uh, well, I, I personally think anyone who is planning to leave Nigeria for <laughs> a year, they will have already dealt with that a lot ago. Yeah. So it's like, 
they've said their buys in their minds and they've already had their, their mindset so it shouldn't be an issue for them true yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. So, like, do you have any any final points for anybody who's already here, has been here for like a year, or has left their home country for like a year or two years, and they're like, I miss home. How do I do this? How do I cope? Any last one? I know we've pointed out a few. Stay connected. Find your family, and you know, Man, even it's 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 simple as just kind of socialize and mm-hmm. you know, just be open to. Opportunities be open to opportunities of meeting new people. See, your your community might even be Nigerians, it might be from a whole different, different set country. Of, yes, of country. Yeah, my community when I came to Australia for the first time, it wasn't Nigerians. Where like yeah. a bunch of um, it was people from the Asian community. Because yeah. where I went to school, we had like the majority of them were Asians. Yeah. So yeah. So I. Um, it kind of helped me, you know. Yeah, I missed home, but kind of I had friends to hang out with, so that was easy. Sure, yeah. But yeah, so just socialize, stay out there, be open to conversations with strangers and try to get out, get involved in activities, look for your passion or, or hobbies and try to find people who share the same hobbies or passions with you. And eventually you find your, your crew. That's so true. Like for I would, one thing that Emeka just said that I would like to point out very particularly is your community, your crew, your friends that you meet or that you make do not have to be people from your home country. They could be people from somewhere else who you find to actually gel the same way, relate the same way, and like they are relatable to the things that you do and are very good friends, like very important. And one other thing important that which is important, do something else from school, socialize. Don't just be like school oriented all through. I'm someone who was school oriented all through and I was lonely, tired, angry almost every time because I just missed home a lot. So yes, it's very important. We've dropped very, very cogent points that I feel like it's important to everybody to know. Find your family. They don't have to be your, from your country. Make sure you socialize. Meet people. Go out of your rooms and meet people. Don't only go to class and come back. Your classmates can become very good friends. You know, trust is possible to be in contact with home. Don't be out of sight. It's out of mind. Also, maybe plan a trip. Even if it's a year away, plan it. It helps you to look forward to something and make you not miss home as much. Yeah, we've had like very, 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 very strong points. Melvin, any last words before we close out the episode? Um, last words. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've said everything I wanted to say. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. All right. No last, last words. words. Um, no last words. My last words. <laughs> Nigerian love forever. Oh my God! Don't start a war on my podcast. Don't do that. Don't do. But I will leave this in. I will leave this in. Nigerian love forever. Please, anybody that wants to come for Nigerian love, right? You go and sit down somewhere else. Nigerian love is the best. We do good like that. Anyway, thank you so much, so much, Mecca, for joining us in the podcast. Yeah. guys thank you so much for listening to today's episode i hope you enjoyed it if you enjoyed it so much don't forget to share let your friends know let your sister brothers uncle mothers fathers know about it it can help anybody this can help anybody at all so go ahead and share it if you also have a question comments things you like me to do more or anything you like to me to hear go ahead and leave me an email check the description and you will find that email there and i would love to hear back from you guys thank you so much once again and until next time Keep leaving, keep loving, and ensure that you're leaving, leaving, leaving your truth. 
and until the next podcast have a wonderful day bye guys Thank you.